Welcome to 24 Karat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda, where two best friends decided to start a podcast on real women, real friendships, and real issues. Our mission Bible verse is Job 23.10. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We want to encourage, inspire, and offer hope in a world where life can seem to be unrealistic. Be a support for you to cheer you on as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and friend. Most of all, you get to relax and laugh with us about all things women. Plus, we like all things sparkly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm leaving that in here. Just let it go. Look, we are trying to record a very serious podcast here, and Dominique Mentelli just has... Do what you wanted to do. Just do it, because it's so good. It's day five of the quarantine, and I've eaten all my COVID snacks. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I'm like crying. Same. <laughs> oh my goodness, this girl. Okay, so we crack up because every time we try and be serious and record something, she's always like right in there before us. So, hi, 24 Carat Tribe. How do you like that intro? How do you like those bitches? <laughs> So we are back. The girls are with us, obviously, because <laughs> they're so serious. Oh, so serious. Um, but we wanted to talk kind of about maybe some tips on how to maneuver through this situation, um, what we're doing and how we're, you know, moving on with day-to-day life now that we're all been quarantined. So who wants to start first? So I just want to say I'm seeing the positive side of this, which is the neighbors are all helping each other oh, now. And they're coming out of which, their houses, uh, which I think is interesting. I live in a great neighborhood, so we, we're always out and talking to each other and helping each other. But the sweetness that I've seen um, has just the texts and stuff going mm-hmm. back and forth. And then last night, I just have to say this warmed my heart so much as my neighbor Lisa texted me and said... Hey, do you want some more of that salsa? And she had brought me yes, this Gloria, salsa. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, thank you. <laughs> the salsa. Thank you for, thank salsa, you for salsa, Jesus. Um, and so she, she, there was this amazing salsa that she had gotten from someone. And um, so she had another jar. And she said, hey, do you want another jar? I'll put it by the front door, ring the doorbell, and take off right. so that we're not touching each other. And I said, yes. And so... Um, she rang the doorbell and I didn't see her. And so I ran to the front and she was already across the street. And I said, thanks, Lisa. And she goes, no problem, honey. And I said, what do I owe you? And she said, oh, no, no, no. Just, mm-hmm. it's just, um, cause I care about you. And I just thought that is the beauty of all of this that I'm seeing. Yeah. I started writing down, um, <clears throat> there are weddings that are, that were supposed to take place. I saw a friend that, they just went ahead and had a wedding in the home yeah. instead of, because obviously their place was shut down and they went ahead and got married anyway. I think that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, was checking on our other neighbor as a nurse. And, you know, if you have friends that are doctors or nurses, check on them and yeah. see, like, can you bring a meal to them? Mm-hmm. Can you um, just reach out to them and, and thank them for you know, being on the front lines. Um, I've seen some other friends on Facebook that are starting online prayer meetings, which our pastor and his wife are doing that. I um, have seen like some amazing things coming out of this that I think is really important. And I know like for Dom and I, the exercise thing, 
super important. It really cleared my head yesterday when I was able to do that and just get out of the house. And luckily we had sunshine. Yeah. And so it was a beautiful, crisp morning and we were walking and, oh, one of the things we'll probably post some pictures that somebody wrote with chalk. Oh, oh yeah. did so you somebody, see it? So I just <clears throat> saw this morning. So we, I'm part of this sounds so weird, but a Gilroy COVID um, group, Facebook group, and they said to start writing on your um, sidewalk, bl- like blessings or positive yeah. notes. So we took pictures of it. We'll be posting. That's some awesome. Things. So I was going to do like, it this morning. Be kind. Yeah. Be yeah. happy. Um, what was I don't, I don't know. remember. So but then and then we're walking along. So it was great because we started looking at just simple things. So we started walking along. There's this golden cat like sitting up on the perch, and she's just looking at us all regal. And I was like, Oh, really? Yeah, I'm gonna take a picture of you. Yeah. And she just sat there and posed for us. And then we saw a beautiful bluebird. Like we were seeing just things that were that you forget well, in the when busyness. You're busy. And you know, life. I think that's kind of. I think that's kind of where God wants us. Like in the Bible, he talks about us having childlike faith. And I I remember, um, you know, after Tiana died, I I did a lot of that because there's a moment when you're going through grief where you're self-isolating, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just really hard. Mm -hmm. And I remember very clearly taking Nina with me on a walk and she wanted me to stop and I, it was in my journal. And so I read it the other day and I thought that's interesting because I am looking at life a little differently. Mm -hmm. The flowers look different. Mm -hmm. The deer on the hill look different. Um, but I remember her telling me, mom, look at this flower. Like Mm -hmm. she wanted to examine this flower. And I just think that this is causing us to really like stop in Mm -hmm. all the chaos and all the busyness. And although that, that, it drives me because that's just the way I, I work. I like being busy and I like doing all these things, but having to slow down is yeah. like a good thing. Like yeah. it's, it's, I feel like we're all going to be so much better off when yeah. we're out of this. Like we're going to be healed like right. internally, like right. we're just going to be better people. Like mm-hmm. does all the other stuff matter? No. You know how I'm um, somebody posted on Facebook um, oh, that, you know, greasy lotion you've had in your cabinet forever that you would never use is now quite, yeah. quite the, yeah. the, you know, thing that you want now because, <laughs> you know, it's hard to get certain things. Right. And so I think, you know, a lot of times we take so much for granted and we're learning. The world we needed to stop. We did. And smell the roses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. exactly what is happening, whether we like it or not. Uh-huh. It's causing us to really appreciate you know, appreciate the people around mm-hmm. you, appreciate the world as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, we have relatives in Italy that contacted us and said they are on complete shutdown now. Mm-hmm. The grocery stores are closing because the sickness has gotten so bad and they like wanted to inform us that they were okay. Um, so we were grateful that we have an internet that mm-hmm. we can reach out mm-hmm. to them that far away and be able to stay in contact with them and let them know we're okay also. So that's another blessing is um, technology is being useful as of right yeah. now, like yeah. what we're doing. So um, there is a plus side to that, that if you're going to use it for good, use it for good. But yeah, I think... Um, as horrible as this whole thing is, I feel like there's a bigger message out there of Absolutely. like somebody wants the world to really stop and breathe and say, look out for your neighbor, look out for yourself, um, sit still yeah. for a while. And I think I have a question for you too, especially because of the generation you're in, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, I'm very active on social media as well, but 
you know, what I'd seen over the last, even the last few years, it's just gotten worse where it's very self-absorbed. It's me, 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 you know, look at what I got, look at the, you know, fancy shoes I have, the car I drive, all these things. I mean, how do you think it's going to affect your generation? Well, I think like the biggest thing right now is a lot of, um, you know, people keep calling out millennials. Not all I think millennials you guys are, Gen Zs. are in that. <laughs> I actually think you, I think you guys are Gen Zs though. Um, yeah, you, I don't. They just keep calling know. out millennials yeah, and yeah. like in the world, but um, you know, you see a lot of these people that are going on their spring breaks in Miami, and yeah. and that's really frustrating to see because you're like, look, like. Even in Genesis, in the beginning of the Bible, God says, take care of this earth. Mm -hmm. Take care of this planet. And, like, we're not taking care of it. Like, you know, when you're going out and you're disobeying the people that are saying, stay inside, you're Mm -hmm. not taking care of it. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, it's really hard to think, to have these people think, oh, well, you know, we're invincible to it because we're younger. Like, we won't get phased by this. It's fine. And it's like, no, like, it's not because of... It's not for you. It's for the older people that, you know, they don't have the immune system. Or it's for the people with compromised immune systems that, like, you may come in contact with. Like, it's for other people's own good, you know. Or you're not invincible. It could be you. Yeah, or it could be you. And I did see. I did. I was watching a video the other day on this girl. She's like, well, I just turned 21, so I'm going to go out and live it. I'm thinking. Yeah. Wow, like how what a selfish Yeah. Yeah, you're being selfish. Yeah, what a selfish mentality. Yeah, Yeah, it's my birthday. Yeah, and it's like Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like I I do I do feel like you guys get a bad rap on a regular basis. And I was talking to somebody and they were like, well, you know, these millennials, they don't, they don't know how to work from home and they're, because they're just going to waste, you know, time. And I'm like, God, the ones that I know are really responsible and you know, they, they know how to work and they're not scared of working. You guys might work differently, yeah. but I don't know necessarily yeah. that, that you get that not everybody, you can't lump them all into yeah. to one. Well, and I think that's the biggest thing is we work differently. Mm-hmm. And I think the one thing I've been seeing in the positive sense of it is a lot of people going, have that routine, build that routine up, you know? And I think as we are more of a technology age, you know, we do want to work from home more mm-hmm. often because it's like we know how to handle the computers. We know how to handle tech problems when they arise. Like it's something that's normal and natural for us mm-hmm. because we've always been around technology. And so I think that's one thing I've been seeing is like people going, do the routine, you know, wake up, do your normal, get ready and then go to work and then, you know, do your devotionals or yeah. whatever. And and just make it as normal as possible. Mm-hmm. And that's why people keep saying it's your new normal. It's your new normal, which do we want it to be our new normal? Not really. We don't yeah. want to be, you know, tucked into our house, but it, right now it has to be the new normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing you have to kind of keep focus on is like start a routine. You know, I, when I wanted to go back into doing this devotional, I was like, let me um, wake up and make coffee, get my breakfast, and then sit down and like do this devotional, be in the Word of God, be in the Bible. And then I'll do my day. You know, maybe I'll go work out. Maybe I'll go over to my parents' house and do some work from there. But as far as, like, just trying to stay active and keep doing things so you're not sitting on that couch and you're not just watching Netflix and binging TV shows. I mean, Mm -hmm. as much as we all (laughs) There ain't nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We watch um, Little Fires of Yeah, Three episodes, oh, and then you gotta wait. Yeah, like release them now. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. is that just 
if you want to yeah, no, sit yeah, back you can. and, and, you can and watch do that. that. Yeah, yeah, you still have to keep going. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people do fall into their depression is yeah. we sit there and we go, it's fine to binge watch TV all the time. And we kind of start doing it and then we just stop everything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I know Nina was struggling yesterday with, I mean, so her oh, no, business. Oh, no, she's calling you out. Yeah. <laughs> Call me out. Her business is social media management. So yeah, she's, the irony yeah, of it all. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, it's almost like I'm, I'm constantly not only writing captions about it, it's like yeah. I have to look into, like, the information behind it because each and every one of my clients is like, obviously, we need a post on this. Yeah. So not only am I writing captions every day and stories and just everything about the virus, but on my personal Instagram, it's like every picture, every story on Instagram, Facebook is all about the virus. And, like, yesterday I got overwhelmed a little bit with it because – you know, you see all these memes mm-hmm. and then, and then the you memes. see, yeah. And then you see like the precautionary measures and, oh my God, this is, this is how you know if you have the virus, like yeah. there's just so much and not that it's, everything is bad on there, but I think it's a little bit overwhelming it's if overwhelming, you let your yeah. mind go there and you know, you get addicted to social media. So yesterday I was like, I will go only on my client's social media to post things. But for myself, like, I don't want to go on my feed anymore mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's overwhelming. So like I've had to learn, I think, over these past couple days to like take breaks off of yes. social media and only go on it when it's absolutely necessary. Um, yeah, because you could scroll all day long. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. It could be very easy. And especially when you're bored at home and you're stuck yeah. at home, like obviously you're going to go on your phone and scroll for hours you know it's so easy to do so yeah I've had to learn to to take a step back and not you know dwell that's a great point yeah Yeah. because that's uh one of the things that I wanted to talk about too was you know our generation Mm -hmm. too is you know the news like Trump was on the news again this morning I mean they just keep doing these updates and so you get sucked into that and then you're watching that for two three hours Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that brings on a lot of anxiety for me that's where I think I started having that like oh my god because you're getting the information so fast and I was too fast and there's a lot of information and it's a lot and a lot of conflicting information and I just think you should watch it for like 15 minutes in the morning Mm -hmm. see if there's any updates from for that morning and then maybe a little bit at night and then Shut it down. Just shut it down. down. Well, it almost becomes an obsession, too. Where you're like, is there any new information? Is there anything I should know? Like, you feel like FOMO, like you're missing out on something. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Yeah. like, are the airport shut down yet? Yeah, that's how I felt yesterday, where I was like, I'm just going to keep refreshing my feed to see if anyone's posted anything. Oh, did you get the Instagram, like... This you've seen all the posts from like twenty four hours. <laughs> I got that the other day, and I was like, like, I hate, like "This you need is to get too off much." Of it. You're yeah. like, "It's time to get off, done." Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, it's true. I mean, it was bad before because I, you know, I always tell. Um, so it's kind of funny because you know, my degree is in counseling. But I feel like I'm doing a lot more of it now, even with my own clients, because we did a, some outbound calls earlier this week to to our clients, and and I'll just kind of say this for those of you that are in a sales position. Like right now, just being consultive is mm-hmm. what people need. They mm-hmm. just need to know that you're there for them, whether they're your client or not your client. Mm-hmm. But you know, just calling some people and just hearing the anxiety of the information that they're getting on a regular basis mm-hmm. that is really tough mm-hmm. because you know it was bad before where yeah. you know we get 
back in the day, you know, you'd have to wait for a paper to come or yeah, right. you'd have to turn on the radio the mail. Yeah. or the mail. Yeah. I mean, but now you're getting information instantaneously. So that information, you're not even able to process one thing before you're on to the next. Yeah. And yeah. you don't even know if it's accurate. And you don't know if it's accurate. different sources. You get it from right. celebrities. You get it yeah. from Instagram models. Like yeah. just yeah. so many Which different are, sources. Are you really yeah. listen to? Yeah. <laughs> They're warning us. <laughs> Hey, the, the Surgeon General called out Kylie Jenner and that's like, right. and then you she should went tell on there. people that like they shouldn't be out and about. And so then she went on her Instagram yeah, she and did. was like, Guys, I saw that. stay home. But Thank she also, you, Kylie. Yeah. She also was like, well, I kind of already did my own. During the like, pregnancy. During the pregnancy, like, yeah. She's like, I did my own seclusion. We're like, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> okay. All right. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's true. I mean, I do think that, you know, our influencers, as we call them, mm-hmm. can be of value, yeah. um, mm-hmm. especially, I mean, even to the younger generation than you, you know, because mm-hmm. I have a 16-year-old, and so, you know, they're doing, I, I will say that I was kind of cracking up because TikTok has kind of been yeah, a joke, it's right? Huge. And it's huge, but at the same time, like, it's a way for her to to like release yeah, energy to laugh a little bit. So, and to yeah. laugh. And yeah. so like the other night I was in bed and I could hear Kalia and Nina laughing and I was like, what are they doing? Well, they were doing TikToks, which is hilarious. <laughs> she was but, trying to teach me. Oh, teach you like, like one of the dances. Yeah. 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 But it, I mean, it felt good to like laugh. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. I think that's the thing is that we can get so, and I've seen even on social media where people are just like, oh, well, you know, that's, you, you shouldn't make fun or joke. And it's like, at some point you have to you kind have of to, laugh yeah. at some yeah. of this yeah, stuff. Like I'm not saying this isn't serious because right. it's incredibly serious right. and yeah. we take it very seriously. But there are things that you, you, have, to you have to release and you have to break into laughter. I mean, the other day we watched, um, so it was Tiana's 18th birthday, which was really difficult because, um, I had an expectation in my head of what we were going to do for her birthday. It was her 18th year. And I was like, okay, you know, ever since I remember seeing, um, very first year she had passed away, we'd been at the cemetery, saw a woman come with roses, 18 roses for her daughter. And I told my mom, Oh my gosh, is that going to be me? So I always had in my head that I would go to the cemetery with 18 red roses and put them, you know, in the vase there for her and it couldn't happen. Mm -hmm. So we, we pivoted and we did a balloon release in the backyard. It was beautiful. And honestly, I mean, if I'm going to be really honest, it was probably one of the most precious times right before we got ready to go out there. Two devs sat on the back of, um, on our fence. And I was like, oh my God, it's dove, it's dove, it's dove. And then another one came and Mm -hmm. it was just such a beautiful, like symbolism of like how much God cares for us. And even like the littlest things, like to me, the dove had a special meaning. Mm -hmm. Like it felt like it was her presence saying, mom, it's going to be okay. You know? And so, um, you know, I think we just have to learn to pivot with the way things go and not always be just so stuck in like, okay, well, it's got to go this way and we've got to have it this way and, and look at the, the blessings in the, you know, in the midst of everything. Mm -hmm. So I feel blessed that I was, Jason was actually able to go get 18 roses and I was cracking up because he came home and he goes, the lady gave them to me for free. And wow. so he got what he had bought one. And then she's like, you, you just take those ones. Aww. And so, you know, it was just the little things yeah. that I just find myself like, I don't know what I have dismissed that mm-hmm. if it had been in a normal situation, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, would, I mean, even the way we're looking at relationships, not saying that people aren't going to get out our just nerves, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. when you're in. Mm-hmm. Tight quarters, you know, I, I was telling the family last night, I'm like, just so you know, like, we're going to be in tight quarters together, so yeah, we are going to get on, on each other's, other's nerves. nerves. We yeah. are. Um, and that's a reality. Yeah. And, you know, people like are all, oh, no. That's why I live alone. <laughs> <laughs> but 
And then she stays for dinner, and I'm like, really, girl? I gotta cook for you? My parents get irritating. Girl, go back to isolation. But I will say, you said something about, um, like, the teens, and I that just clicked in my head, is that we do need to take care of our children yes. and our teens during this time because I think as much as we're being fearful, I can't imagine like what a 10-year-old or yeah. 12-year-old or 15-year-old. Yeah. They don't quite thinks. understand it. Yeah. And I think that's and the thing too. And it feels very yeah. ominous. No, you know? it does. And when I, you see your parents being scared, yeah. then you're like, and then, you know, airlines shutting down mm-hmm. and borders shutting down and you can't go to the store and just things like that. I can't imagine how fearful and that could lead to a huge depression in your kids. So probably need to be aware of that. You probably need to look at some warning signs too. I was um, telling Phyllis that uh, you know, when I was studying grief counseling, they were talking, they don't just talk about, like, we correlate death as, oh, you're grieving. Right. But right now, like, this is all of great... us as a nation, we're yeah. grieving the normalcy of life. Mm-hmm. We're grieving the fact that we can't just go to the store. We're grieving the fact that, you know, Nina has to rearrange her wedding. We're, you know, mm-hmm. people are changing birthday celebrations and yeah. all of these different things that we're grieving. And we need to be okay with being in grief mm-hmm. for a moment mm-hmm. and then and I, I posted this the other day because I just really felt like I was hearing it a lot like even when I was talking to clients this week I was hearing them say oh you know I just I had all these things that were planned and they were sad about it and yeah. so it's okay to be sad about it yeah. you just don't want to stay there just and I think it, yeah. yeah and I think Dom you, you know your point of saying like yeah, if you sit and binge Netflix mm-hmm. and you sit and watch the news or, you know, when you go through Instagram feeds, you are going to get depressed. Mm-hmm. So you've got to find a way to keep that routine going so balance. that you can. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's good. Like I posted something this week. I'm like, look, get up and get ready. Like yeah. Yeah, we all have right. makeup on. Like yeah. I'm not going to just be. We brush, actually brush put your makeup hair. on today. Yeah. Yeah. Girl, Although, brush your hair. Brush your hair. Yes. Although it's been like five days that I've been yeah. in yogas, which is longer than well, I've been. But you're not in we pajamas. Were, but I'm not yeah. in pajamas. We were laughing because before this, we met today, we've all been in sweatpants and pajamas. Yeah. Rhonda goes, oh, you wore jeans. jeans. I was you guys are jeans. both wearing jeans. Yeah. We're in our yoga. I know. Because I've, like, I've been, been in our there. yoga pants for two weeks now. I know. I'm like, I, I need to put clothes on, which, yeah. by the way, are really tight because I ate all my COVID stuff. <laughs> <laughs> It's day five. Oh my gosh. All the snacks are gone. gone. Where are they now? Um, we need more groceries. Yeah. Don't look at my pantry because I, I look like a massive hoarder. Well, right I'm now. going in and going shopping after this episode's done. So I need some snacks to go home. But yeah, I mean, I think the, the hardest thing too is like seeing a lot of, um, a lot of Christians and just like, you know, Christian influencers, a lot of them are like, just stay in the word, just be in the word. And it's kind of hard to see that a lot of times mm-hmm. because we have to remember that like we're human yeah. and, and you have we to have it. emotions mm-hmm. and yeah. we have, you know, the world isn't perfect. And like, God knows that. And I feel like that's the part that I keep missing from these Christian influencers mm-hmm. is like that no matter like how you're feeling, God's going to be like, it's okay. You yeah. can be angry at me. Like he, he can absorb all that anger. Like it's fine. So like he's good with it. Yeah. And I think, like, we have to be able to go, I'm pissed off, I'm mad, I'm sad, I'm this, I'm that. Feel all your emotions, but then turn back around and go, but I'm not going to sit in it. Well, and I think that's very true because, I mean, just growing up in the church, you know, that is, and, and it's so funny because that's the reason why. I'm writing the book yeah. I'm writing because I grew up in church and knowing that the expectations of, okay, well, yeah, like, no matter girl. what, God works it out for the yeah. good. Well, you, 
it's really hard to say that when you mm-hmm. have a family member dealing with the virus mm-hmm. or you've had somebody that's died from the virus. Like, okay, how is God's goodness in yeah. this? Like, I don't being see fearful. it. Like, yeah. I'm so yeah. fearful of my grandpa getting this mm-hmm. virus because, like, we were talking to him the other day. He's 95. And we're like, he's if 94, you, don't say he's 94. He'll be 95. He'll be year. 95 in November. But, <laughs> you know, I'm like, if you get this virus, yeah. his possibility of dying right. is so Traitor. high. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, we're fearful of that. And like, but I'm not going to sit in that fear and go, oh my gosh, yeah. grandpa, like, and call yeah. him every two minutes. I'm going to we go, do as much as I can. We're checking in on him every couple of days. And it's funny because he'll say, oh yeah, I, I need to stay inside. And then he'll tell Dawn, yeah, well, breath. I went down to CBS yeah. and they didn't have it. And we're like, dad, you can't, you can't go, go out. And so now he finally got it this week. We took him yeah. food and he goes, I need a haircut, but I, I can't go out. And I was like, no. And, and the barbershops are closed, dad. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he's like, Okay, I said yeah. maybe I could find someone to come cut it for yeah. you. <laughs> no, and I think that's, and I do think it's, it is harder for that generation. I mean, my dad, yeah. I think, was in a little bit of denial, and because he's so busy at the church mm-hmm. all the time, and he, yeah. that's his thing. They, and I mean, we've talked about this before. Like when you're a senior and you are active, active. you mm-hmm. stay alive longer. Period. Yeah. I mean, so I've just been telling my mom and dad, like, go for walks. You know, yeah. do do like as much normal stuff as you can yeah. outside of, you know, my dad is the roamer, you know, yeah. he knows everybody in the whole town yeah. and you know, the whole thing. But I told him, I'm like, you need to stay back. And we were laughing at him when he was here the other night for Tiana's um, birthday thing. He goes, well, when are we going to the cemetery? And I'm all, we're not, we're, we're not going to <laughs> yeah. the cemetery dad. Well, but when are we going to go? And I'm like, when this is all over, yeah. he was trying to plan a lunch with me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Nothing's open. Yeah, there's He's like, well, we need to get together. I'm like, oh. we could get together in the house, but yeah. there's no way That's we're going funny. out. It's yeah. such a hard concept, yeah. you know, yeah. for older yeah. people. Yeah. And my, my dad, because he's 94 and lives on his own, and he still, people go, he drives. And I go, he went and got his license renewed and he only missed one on the test and the lady goes oh you missed one he goes well I passed didn't I like he's so (laughs) spicy and so he he's a truck driver and so Mm -hmm. that's his livelihood is Mm -hmm. like going down and doing his errands every day he goes to the post office Mm -hmm. he goes to the drugstore he goes to his little grocery outlet it's what he loves it's what he loves and it keeps him active and the people know him there and so this is really hard for well, it's him. The routine to, it's routine has been yeah. broken. Well, and, and it's using, making him yeah. even more lonelier because yeah. he doesn't have, his friends all pass. Yeah. yeah. So he doesn't have really friendships anymore. Yeah. And so he waits for us mm-hmm. to come by and see him. And then he usually goes out and does, so now that's been taken away, yeah. right? So he's sitting at home waiting. And it's not like he's scrolling through social media. Yeah. <laughs> he does not have he social media. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. He's got his TV really loud because yeah. he wears hearing aids. I'm like, whoa, dad, super loud in there. He's like, what? That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, so I imagine, you know, I mean, just imagine you've lived for 94 years and you've seen a lot of things. And this is really scary for him. And also... It's debilitating because he does want to um, yeah. be independent, yeah. and I, it scares me because I think, is this going to make him older? Because yeah. now he can't go out and be around people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I do. I so. do think there's just so many different things that come into play when we're we're dealing with this. Yeah. And I mean, we will talk about this topic quite a bit in further episodes. I I don't want to focus completely on just this and Phyllis and I were talking before the podcast that we're going to throw some fun episodes out for we you guys have to. because we just we got to give you happy. Yeah. We've yeah. got to feel like 
some sense of normalcy, but we definitely wanted to address like some tips and things that we were feeling from our generation and from our younger generation. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, if you're listening and you're, you know, in your twenties, early Mm thirties, like you, you, you're not alone. Like Mm -hmm. these two girls get it. They understand. We got one single one that isn't, mm-hmm. you know, they're all different, <laughs> single one but let me tell you, let me, t- throw that out. let me tell you, hey, what. by the way, she's single, single and gorgeous. She's, she's beautiful. Yeah. She's single and ready to be with people. Even if it, you know what is so funny? Oh my God. I'm going to die right now. So if you listen to the episode a couple weeks ago, I was obsessed with love is blind. I love that show. Um, and I kind of feel like Dom, here you are. This, this is, is your life. You are. I don't take want to go word. into a pod and <laughs> talk to somebody. You are in a pod, honey. You are in a pod. <laughs> no one can see you. But take You're our word on. She's gorgeous. You are crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that crazy. I'm crazy. You, you don't want to be a Jessica. Yeah. I don't want to be Jessica. <laughs> Nobody wants to be, to be Jessica. Jessica. <laughs> I'm just kind of laughing that that episode came out, and oh now you know if you're single, you're yeah, learning today. Yeah. Oh my oh, girls yeah. made me watch the reunion thing, and I said, "What is going on? This show is it's crazy!" Funny. Oh my god, it was a really good so show. Funny. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah. that's kind of funny that that show came out, and I'm like, "Well, now everybody's dating in a pod." Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, and we just want to encourage and inspire you and hang in there. We will get yeah. through this. I know that this has been incredibly hard, but we will be we'll be putting content out on yeah. Instagram on the Instagram. Why do I say that? I always say Instagram. I sound you I sound a so hundred when I say that Instagram. Okay, on the Instagram. Oh, all right, Rhonda. Like, on the Facebook. I know. I'm <laughs> such an old lady. <laughs> Follow us on Twenty Four Carat Conversations podcast. Go subscribe, share, share, share with other people. And until next time, Twenty Four Carat Tribes. We love you guys. We love you. Bye. Bye.